three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I'm Miles You Betcha Guy here with Ryan the T-shirt guy. We got the hunting cans for fall, the big buck hunter limited edition cans. We have an interview with Minnesota millennial farmer coming up on this podcast. So let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh my god, that's cold. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 35 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Um, today's going to be an interesting episode because we're bringing back the interview. It's been a while since we've had someone on the show, um, either, you know, collaboration or anything it's, like that. It's really tough to find guests for shows. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So the last guest that we would have had on uh, would be Colton Pareko. Yeah. From the St. Louis Blues. And, and I that was back dropped, in like July. And I dropped the ball on not getting Charlie Barons on the podcast, but I think we'll have an opportunity in the future to do that. Yeah, but, that'll happen um, eventually. Yeah, it's just a lot of work to find people to be on the podcast, line up a time that works for both and get it done. So we're doing our best, but yeah. We're back at it with the Millennial Farmer. Again, guys, um, welcome to episode 35. We first off want to apologize for not having episode last week that that's very unlike us here at you bet your radio we've been very consistent it's been happening too much ryan it's been <sighs> happening too much for us if it it's, happens once it, it's happened too much yes um, well we missed a week you know a month ago or whatever and maybe one other oh, week we right. missed yeah yeah so honestly it's not because we're we don't like doing this or anything like that it's just we're busy, 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 and there's only two of us here. So, so. last week we we had we had the the merch perch. Um, we were deep in operation, man. We we're deep in operation. Some of you have already received your shirts if you ordered at the beginning part of um, of the pre order launch. But we we had planned on doing the podcast like, hey, hey, Miles, we'll do it Tuesday. All right. Well, Tuesday came around, they're like we'll, we'll just push it back to tomorrow. So Wednesday came around, they were like, oh, okay, Thursday's the day we're gonna do it. And then we just never ended up doing it. Well, we're we're deep. Before we get it deep into that, because I want to talk about the reason why we were so busy yes last week. It wasn't that we had like like more orders than normal necessarily, but there's a big reason why, which we'll talk about after I talk about U Motors Motorsports and Marine, located in Fargo, North Dakota, and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all of the best <clears throat> brands: Honda, Yamaha. Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Natik Boats, Supreme Boats. Super Boats. Super Boats. All the Boats. All the Boats. Hey. And Avalon Pontoons. Um, if you mention this ad, you can get 20% off parts and accessories. Some exclusions may apply. They are great guys and gals at U-Motors. Always down to drink a bush latte with you, um, but also know how to do business. You can find them at, on their Facebook, Instagram, at U-Motors. That's a letter U motors um or at umotorsinc.com again that's umotorsinc.com ryan this is big this is a big uh big month for us it's a huge month you're you're smirking um i think i know i don't know where you're going with this but i think i do we finally made the decision um we are growing as a business we finally made the decision to 
promote Ryan to merch manager. Right. I will be officially changing my name over to Ryan the merch guy. Well, you're the merch manager, but you're still in our hearts as Ryan the t-shirt guy. Yeah, that won't change. Yeah, no. That won't change. You're still a t-shirt aficionado or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because you guys, there's being a married man now, there's only only so much time in the day that I can devote to this. So I'm going to take over more of a managerial position. Um, I actually just got done printing shirts tonight, so <laughs> I, I don't foresee that going anywhere anytime soon. But um, yeah, we but got some help. We got some help. It's different, though. You're not going to be putting yeah. as many hours in on the press. You still will be on the press. We have uh, a new intern here at you betcha yes now don't take this as a opportunity to try and send in your resume to us or anything like that we are not hiring right now (laughs) but intern nate is uh now printing shirts he picked up on it pretty fast he did yep he uh he's also his personality is very uh go with the flow as one would say yep um he is your he's your cousin correct yeah yeah Intern Nate, Ryan's cousin. So now this has turned into a, a Sheely family business. Um, First one cousin, could say. Yep. yep. And so he's not a Sheely though. Yeah, but it's whatever. Yeah, I get but it. It's, um, his name is Nate Sheely. <laughs> you, can, you can look him up on Instagram. You'll be able to find him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, it's been going well. Uh, it's going well. I think it's going well. We're going to see once the dust settles here if Ryan and Nate completely messed up all of the shirts and then I'm going to have to retake over being the merch manager again. Yeah, Miles, um, you did a really good job. I didn't realize how hard your job was until I, I, I landed tell the myself. Folks. It, it was a lot of work. Obviously, learning new things, um, more, more behind the computer now. Um, but. On top of that, still pressing shirts. Um, this won't be happening for too long because we're we're slowly starting to get processes down. Um, and if it keeps going like we are, like we might have to find another internate on top of internate. So, yeah. so we just bought another heat press, which is another huge success. Yeah, that's another big thing in the so merch. Now like, we have we have. Before we were running a one heat press operation, you guys, we were <laughs> slinging shirts. It oh was a mess. Gosh. It was the best. It was so gritty. Oh, I loved it. So gritty. It was uh, It was very uh, Midwest of us to just be like, no, 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 things are fine. Things are fine. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and people would ask us. Knowing full well that we like can afford a new heat press, we're like, nope, we're not doing it yep. yet. Yep. And and people would ask us like, well, why don't you just like outsource that to a third party or why don't you get like a big giant screen printer that you can do like eight at a time? It's like, th- this is this is the gritty part of the business that we like. And we, we enjoy the one heat press operation slinging yeah, and hundreds th- of shirts. And I think that it, thousands of shirts. Thousands of shirts. I think it means more um, doing something yourself. Um, I think it means something more to the end consumer when it's made by the person that you bought it from. And yep. I like that. And I think that's like a lesson I learned from my dad is why pay someone else when you can do it just as good and yeah. cheaper for yourself, Yep, which is good and bad in business. But we are making business moves here at You Betcha. We are growing. Um, it's been, uh, yeah. This it's pretty crazy how this thing has turned in from just making videos to now we're like we have a, we now we're, have a structure even though yeah. there's only one person in each department we have a structure now where 
um, Ryan's got Ryan's gotten a, someone underneath him and all that. It's it's, it's pretty crazy, man. I, I I can remember the conversations we had back in the day about you know you were gonna you were just gonna go head in on this all by like all by yourself as hard as you could, and now we're like starting to hire people. Yeah, and that's a that's a huge move. That's a huge step. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. This is this is obviously what we wanted this to turn into. Um, what is nice about you being the merch manager now is I have more time to focus on content. Um, and, and that content, um, will hopefully improve and and I can focus on really just putting out stuff that people want to share, that people want to watch. Um, and I think that we kind of struck a chord this week, um, with the video we just put out with the Minnesota millennial farmer. We, uh, it was, uh, millennials trying to farm millennials was a main reason why we chose that word is because obviously he's the millennial farmer. Yep. Zach Johnson's his name. And, um, he's a, he was, he was definitely, uh, of a lot of the people that I've met through the last year, year and a quarter that we've been doing this. And I mean, like everyone we met at bar takeovers, fans, all that stuff, like He's up there with just like a guy that I want to sit and just sling beers with. And he's just a solid, good dude. Like I have nothing bad to say about him. All good things. Um, so that was refreshing. Cool. To to find out that he was the same guy online as he was um, when I met him in, right. in person. So right. that was great. Um, the video is If you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it. I put on my oversized beanie. Um very craft beer esque vibes. Now, is that is that is that Hans? Is that Hans's that, character? Or that, is this kind of a spinoff of this is this is Hans's cousin? Okay, he's not quite you know like the the craft beer aficionado that Hans is. Um, he is more the uh, he, he's he's full. He's just kind of in in the middle of all. Of, you know, he likes a pumpkin yep. spice bush latte. Or sorry, not a bush latte. That's how trained I am is I just spit out bush <laughs> latte every second I can. Um, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he likes pumpkin spice lattes. He enjoys long walks on the beach. He likes playing the uh, acoustic ukulele once in a while. Um, avocado toast. Loves avocado toast. Yep. Anything with avocado. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Even guacamole, the, you know, everything. I mean, I'll, I'll mess with some guacamole, but yeah. So this character was fun. I, I enjoy doing that character and it's like a mesh between like my normal personality and someone who's like super hipster millennial. How old do you think Hans's cousin would be? Hans's cousin. I, he's, he's probably 20. He's 27. Really? Yeah. He's, he, well, he's out of college. Um, and he's just, he's, well, he spent his like years traveling the world Okay. after he got out of college. He, he studied gender studies. Yep. That was his major in college. Um, but now he's an entrepreneur. He posts on Instagram, sells tea supplements. <laughs> yep. Um, and he traveled the world for a while. Now he's back and he's just trying to find out where he fits in the world. I don't necessarily think farming's it for him. Um, but he yeah, keeps it was, searching. Yeah, it was fun to to play that character, and uh, Zach was the perfect. I'm really, really annoyed of this guy character. Um, he he nailed all of his uh, his lines. I didn't even really. I was like, I, I might have to 
say, yeah, maybe say it a little different here and there, but he crushed it. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. We were there. I was at his farm for like eight hours. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we shot a couple videos. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, hopefully another one comes out next week, um, which he kind of took the lead on. Sure. Um, we did. We obviously interviewed him on the podcast, and then I was on his podcast as well. I'm not sure when he's releasing that because he has. I think he's going to do the old banked up sure. and then release them at once. It. We're not about that here, but you know it works for some people, right? So yeah, it was uh, it was fun, and uh, he's got a cool farm, a great family, and uh, yeah, I was I was excited to to meet him and. Uh, I've heard nothing but good response online. Yeah. Looking at the video, even in the first like 24 hours, um, you know, you and I usually before a video is put out, we, we kind of discuss like, Hey, uh, like you think this one will do well? Is it relatable to people? All this kind of stuff. And, um, I never heard anything from you on this one. And so I saw it right away and I'm like, I clicked into it not knowing anything about the video. And, uh, <laughs> you kind of like that once in a while though, don't yeah, you? Yeah. I like the suspense. Yeah. Um, especially when I, when I click into Facebook or Instagram and that's the newest post, right? So I'm like, let's go. Let's You're like, oh crap. What did Miles do today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, it turned out really good. Um, it, it's a very, it is a very good representation of, um, now the reason I asked age was cause I was thinking like younger society, maybe like 20, 21, 22. Um, but you know, Obviously, you're not just going to roll up to the to the farm and see one of these people in the shop. Yeah, but C- clearly this is satirical. <laughs> yes. Clearly yes. this is a joke. Yeah. Um. Obviously, some people online do not understand that, but there's a lot of people online that don't understand a lot of things. Yeah. So, yeah. So no, I thought that was really cool. Um. And again, back to delegating some of your duties to other people. It allows you to do collaboration videos like this. It allows Spend you to eight hours at a farm yep, shooting video, yep, get away for the, the, for the full day and, and produce good content. That's, that's shareable, relatable and, and going from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's funny because um, I, you, every single time I do a video or do a collaboration, I will it, like just slowly improve on the process. Right. Yep. So like, you know, like, I'm I'm a guy. I I land in the middle of the spectrum when it comes to like script writing. Sure, we've talked about that. I do a lot of outlining and whatnot. Um, I knew that if I wanted this collaboration to go smoothly and not be there for you know longer than we needed to be, I was going to have to script it out some more. And so I actually like wrote up a script. And obviously, we um, improvised lines and didn't say it exactly or anything like that. But it was like very helpful to have a script that I wrote up before I got there because um, it turned into a long day the way it was. So it's it's interesting that you just adjust because last collaboration we did with Charlie, um, we had a script, but it wasn't as defined. And it, we probably wasted some time trying to figure out what we we're going to say. And yep. So, yeah, it's it's fun to learn the process of how we operate meshing with other people and how they operate and and trying to put out a good product. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, thus far, you know, kind of the two Midwest collabor collaborations you've done in the last two with millennial farmer, Zach and, um, and Charlie, both went really well. Yeah. At the end of our day, we sat down and, uh, did a podcast interview. What's funny is in the most you betcha way ever, we, 
shot the whole podcast, like 15, 20 minutes, the interview. And I looked at the footage and the whole time, the stuff behind us was in focus on the sure. camera. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, of course, but, uh, it's, that's just how it goes. But, um, hopefully, um, it's, it's a good interview and, and he is very well spoken for the farm industry and, and how, um, the GM, we talked about the GMOs and, and all that. And, uh, we talked about, you know, what's it like, being the guy with the camera in a in a uh, industry where it, there's not a lot of cameras, you know, walking around yeah, and, and get not. that out of my face type of thing. And so, um, yeah, we have a interview with Zach from uh, Minnes. I keep saying, want to say Midwest, Midwest Millennial. Yeah, I, I should Mi- tell me just change it from MN <laughs> to MW. But the Minnesota Millennial Farmer Zach Johnson. Here's the interview. Enjoy. All right, guys, welcome on to the podcast, Zach, the millennial farmer. Um, how are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. We're hanging out in the shop. Um, we got some nice John Deere uh, equipment behind us, which I'm sure there'll be some opinions about that in the comments about what color your tractor should be. But you're a John Deere guy through and through. Um, you know, I'm yeah, I'm a Deere guy at this point. But yeah, there's always plenty of opinions on the internet. But to be honest with you, I mean, equipment is equipment to me. We run John Deere because we have a dealer that's nine miles down the road, and the service is good. And there's a lot of other factors that go into it. But yeah, I mean, this is what we got. This is what we like to work with. I love it. Okay, so before we get too deep in here, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that's what she said jokes all day long. <laughs> all day you long. missed that one. I know. I comp- I was nervous. I wanted to make sure yeah. I I did this correctly. Yeah. So, okay, let's uh let's crack a bush light and uh keep going. You ready? Set. Three, two, one. Bush. <laughs> oh my god, that's cold. That is cold. It is so cold. You're uh, this is gonna pay me to say, but you're uh, you're more of a Miller Light guy than a Bush Light guy. Yeah, I am, but I'm not. I'm not fussy. I mean, I'll drink any any cheap beer. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, it's a luxury cheap beer, is what Bush Light is. Okay. <laughs> any economy beer. Okay. Yeah, that's a little better. So you're okay. So you're the millennial farmer. Um, you're fifth generation farmer, right? Yep. Uh, great grandpa came over from Sweden in 1876, and I am now the fifth generation. So still farming a lot of the same land we have for over 140 years. I love it. So how did you get started? So for for those that don't know on the podcast, um, Zach uh, posts your main your main platform is YouTube, but obviously you can find you on Facebook and Instagram and all of those. Um, but basically, it, it's a mixture of just about the farm life, but also you know, you vlogging and showing what you go through every day on the farm. Um, how do, because a lot of people do not associate social media and YouTube and all that to the farming community. How'd you get into that? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of farmers still certainly don't associate social media with farming. I can Um, imagine. And I take some heat for that sometimes. Right. So I got into it because mostly because I was concerned about a lot of the disconnect and the misinformation about farming out there that just seems to kind of continue to snowball and get crazier and crazier about what it is we do on the farm. And 
And there's a lot of half-truths out there where some people understand a little bit of the reality, but they don't understand, you know, why we use things like GMOs or pesticides or drain tile or irrigation and what we're actually doing on the farm. And so I thought the best way to really try to connect with people about what we're doing on the farm is to be completely transparent, take the camera with me, show them what I'm doing, and ex- just explain why why we use those practices. Yeah, the, the best way to show them what's going on the farm is just to take them along on the farm. Yeah, and that's day. what I do, yeah. Yeah, so um, I it, it definitely is a different vibe to social media, which I like. Uh, I love the raw, real feel that you bring to the camera. Um, I know you said one of your your better videos that's done well in terms of views on YouTube has been when your buddy Jim, right, got, Jim. got the old tractor yep. stuck, buried it. <laughs> Talk me through that where you're like, Jim, Jim, Jim. So so we had closed a, a ditch in that spot. Actually, we had a 600 foot ditch that had been in that field forever, and we closed it. Yep. Um, my buddy Randy runs a drain tiling crew. They came out here. They closed that ditch, and about a week later, Jim was out there running tillage on it so we could plant it. And we told him, you know, just be careful of the ditch. We know it's going to yeah. be soft in there. We just filled yeah, it in. Yeah. Well, he calls and says he got stuck in there. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh, Jim, what did you do? Like, we told you to be careful. And yeah. I got there and I looked at it and I'm going, well, I'd have driven right through that too. You know, yeah. it looked fine. Mm-hmm. And dad's thinking the same thing. But of course, I mean, you got to bust his balls, right? Yeah, you got to do a little ball busting. We yeah. talk about ball busting all the time on this podcast, and there's nothing better. No, it's. I think it's, the thumbnail on that uh, on that video was like Jim. We fired Jim. We or fired something. Jim. Yeah, <laughs> so the, like it was. It was like a 12 minute video of of yeah. We pulled the tractor out and we got it yep. out of there. But the main point of the video is to make sure we busted Jim's balls. Right, because that's all that really matters. That is what matters, yes. You're like, you know, it took, took some time out of our day to pull the tractor out, but now we have something on you that we can make fun of you now for a very long it's, time about. It's ammunition, right. right? You got, okay, so we're on the farm. Right. We got... Uh, we, somebody let the dog got, out. We got puppies running around um, saying hi, and... Uh, this is just the farm life. We're getting the full uh, experience. Your wife is trying to wrangle them around. You got kids running around getting home from school. It's real. This is how it's supposed to be, right? You I know, guess. It's, it's not some uh, act. I, I love it. Um, so when when you get people that are like, you know, you shouldn't be doing social media. You're a farmer. You know, like if you're a real farmer, you would just do your work and, and keep to yourself. How do you feel about that? And what's usually your response to stuff like that? Well, I mean, th- there's definitely times where I get pretty defensive about it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the time, you know, I, to a certain point, I mean, it is exhausting to try to run the farm and run the social media because the social media has gotten to this point where it's something that I never thought it could be. Yep. So my wife and I spend a lot of time managing that. Um, I couldn't do it without my wife. So she's on the back end all the time keeping up with this. Um, you know, I, I really just try and explain to people that, Hey, I mean, social media is a real thing. It, it's the real deal. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people still think that it's, uh, people wasting their time and you certainly can waste an awful lot of time on social media. Like maybe if you're watching watching, your videos, I was going to say like watching your videos on YouTube, (laughs) complete waste of time. I was like, I got sucked into the YouTube hole. And next thing I know, I've watched 14 of your videos and it's 2 a.m. and I'm like, I got to go to bed. So yeah. thanks for that. Yeah. Also, thank you for moving on to video number 15 because <laughs> yeah. I know how it works. But yeah, it, yeah it, you just try and explain to people that, that, you know, 
I'm doing this for, for a few reasons. Um, number one is to try to stick up for agriculture, which I love. Yep. And number two, I mean, I'm justifying my time by making income off of this. And some people wouldn't believe that, but it is what it is. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the, the thing that, uh, I know it irritates a lot of people in the farming community. All of the uh, marketing ploys, the marketing uh, stunts and whatnot to demonize the way that you guys farm. What, you know, you know, obviously you guys are trying to fight against that a little bit and, and be like, you know, it's actually better that we are using GMO products and whatnot. What, how is your, what is your response usually to stuff like that? You know, number one, the first thing is to keep an open mind, try yep. to see yep. it from the other person's point of view. Cause you're not going to get anywhere if you argue, but the, I guess the way that I like to talk about it is, you know, my family's been farming for over 140 years. Uh, and and that goes, that's the same for most of my neighbors around here, that we're all family farms around here. Everybody I know is a family farm that's been doing it for a long time. We have a pretty good idea of what we're doing. And if you don't want us to to use GMOs, you don't want us to use certain pesticides, you don't want us to use drain tile and, and um, you think you got a better way to do it, then I respect that opinion. I respect that idea. If you choose to eat organic or whatever it may be, I can respect that. But one of the things that I think is interesting is when I look at it and I think, okay, we're going to, we're going to choose to farm without using things like genetically modified seed. Right. To me, that is, that is a decision to step back in time and say that, you know, we don't want to use the latest and greatest technology. We don't want to be more efficient. Yeah. We want to use more pesticides rather than create the seed so that you don't have to use it. Right. And, and so to me, I think of that and I go, you know, there's no other industry that I can think of where, where people would say that it's okay to step back in time and decide that we're going to, we're going to do it the way it used to be. We're going to smoke on airplanes. Now we're going to forget about emissions. You know, it's just, no, I, we got to move would, forward. I would love to go into surgery and not use anesthesia. I would, I would love to do that. I would love to watch you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not go well. Yeah, yeah. I and I think that approaching it in the way that it's like if you wanna eat organic, awesome. Right? It's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not but you know, to try and meddle in my business and what I'm doing, like I'm trying to do the best that I can. Right. I am trying to feed as many people as I can, including my own family. Yeah. Um, and so we're there's a reason why we are where we are with the technology and you know, I definitely think it probably outweighs the good outweighs the bad. And a lot, and a lot of that situation. When would you agree with that? Or yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. There's a reason we use the latest technology, like genetically modified seed. There's a reason we came up with that. There's a reason farmers choose to use it, and yep. it's not because of this overreaching umbrella egg industry that's controlling us. That's that's not yeah. that's not what it is, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's just um, you know, I've always said if everybody wants to have a cow and a chicken in their own rooftop garden and they want to eat that way, Hey, props to you. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. But the rest of the world typically has to go to work and do whatever it is they do. They don't have time to worry about, you know, bringing in the food for the family. Right. They've got to go to the supermarket to get it. Yeah. That's the way most of the world works. So we have to have that's farms. the way most of the world prefers to do it. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It's not that we like are like, oh, we don't have another choice. Like we enjoy that. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's nice not to have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, 
you touched a little bit on that you are running a farm, but you are also running a YouTube channel and Facebook and all that. What has that been like? Um, essentially, you are the CEO of your business running the show. Yep. And you're also trying to, you know, grow your following on social media, which in a sense, and I, and I know this is it can be a full-time job. Yep. Um, how have you been managing that? And, um, you know, what have you, has there been some times where you're like, okay, I just literally just need a break. I just can't, can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten, it's, it's difficult. Um, I'm at the point now where I think when I started for the first year, year and a half, it was always, yes, yes, yes. I will do this thing that this person's asking me to do because they're going to, they're going to pay me a little bit of money to do it and you don't pass up an opportunity. And, and so I was, yes, I'll do everything. And now I'm at the point Got a, little, got a little warm bush coming yeah, up. Bush burp there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, at, we embrace that and encourage that that's on this what, podcast. I tried to hide it for a second I know, and then I, I remembered and then where I'm at That's why here. I tried to jump in, yeah. <laughs> so I'm at the point now where I have to just pick and choose and say, okay, this is what I'm going to make time for. This is what I just have to pass on. And then my wife too, we were fortunate enough that our, our life right now or a year ago when this thing really started taking off on us was in a, in a point where um, we've had the opportunity for her to come onto the back end and really help yep. out in the back. That's awesome. Where I can walk around with a camera and still be the farmer. And then I can bring her the SD card at the end of the day and say, make this a good video. Yeah. Yeah. I love that little uh, husband uh, wife duo going it's, on. It's been great for us. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure where we'd be at without being able to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, talk about what, what, uh, type of crops you, you farm. And I don't think we've touched on that at all. Um, I think people are probably a little curious or we could tease them and say, you got to go check it out on your page. Yeah. To find out what I farm, (laughs) head over to Minnesota millennial farmer. Uh, well it's corn and soybeans right now. That's what we've got. Uh, 2,600 acres of corn and soybeans. Just dad and I, we're the only full-time people on this farm. He's the fourth generation, right? He's the fourth generation. Yep. Um, we have had, you know, what, other, is, what does he think of all of this? Uh, he, uh, he, he didn't say it, but when I started, he thought it was ridiculous Yep. and, and it, maybe it was, but it turned into something now that he can see it. And really like when, when you look at the numbers and you see how busy that I've gotten with this and yep. what it's turned into, mm-hmm. I think he's, he gets it now. He's kind of blown away, but, um, he was always active in, trying to advocate for the egg industry on his own in a, in a different way. Yep. He spent a lot of time with the Minnesota corn growers lobbying on the political side of things more so where, uh, you know, I think he understands and sees now that this is my way of, of advocating for the industry. Right. And, and that's a big thing for sure. Did, uh, is there been a time though, where it's been like, you've been like doing your thing and then you're like, either someone would actually get mad and be like, you know, you got to put the camera down. <laughs> has it ever been, has it gotten to that point or is it like, cause I mean, like I, I work concrete for, um, for my dad's uh, concrete business. And if I'd have been like walking around doing my thing with a video camera, some of those coworkers would have probably lost it on me. It's, it's been, it, it hasn't gotten to that point, but there's been a lot of times where I want to film something that I don't because I know you that know, yeah. that will be the issue. Um, I've also gotten pretty good at, okay, this is about to happen. We're all going to rush in here and work. And instead of sticking a camera in each other's faces, I'm going to throw the GoPro 
somewhere yes and yep. just turn it on i won't even tell the guys they don't even know yep and then we'll all work for an hour and by the end of it i've got a time lapse or a video of us working right yep. and you can cut out the key points but i definitely am careful to not walk around with a camera in everybody's faces you know yeah y- you got to balance that especially with some uh cranky old farmers once in a while once in a while <laughs> i've seen them they've been here <laughs> does the stereotype hold up a little bit a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's highly dependent on what farm you're on, who you're dealing with, yeah. what the weather's like, and what the situation is. But, oh, yeah. Um, there's yeah. cranky dudes everywhere. Is there any cranky concrete guys? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> well, there's always someone that's mad at someone else. And we always used to joke in the concrete days that everyone's allowed, like, one freak out a week just to help you keep you sane. Sure. As long as you're not freaking Makes out sense. on anyone. You want to take your hammer and chuck it across the hole at some wall? Yeah. We're fine with that. That feels good, doesn't it? It feels good. You get it out of your system, and then you move on with your day. Where, you know, the issue is when you start getting in chest bumping matches with your coworkers. How many of those do you get? Uh, Quite a, more than you think. But how many are you allowed? Oh, well, you try and limit those to none, but, you know, you're just going to. That's why we try and channel it more towards the throw something across the hole, just scream as loud as you can for like three minutes, you know, one of those things. Control the narrative. Yeah, when it's, you know, it's 100 degrees out and it's 150% humidity and you're in a hole walking around the mud, you're going to lose your mind a little bit. You're going to throw a hammer. You're going to throw a hammer. just happens. Yeah. Um, So Minnesota is a big part of who you are and what you do. Do You grew, you're born and raised Minnesota. Right here. You bleed purple. I do. You bleed purple. Yep. Um, talk a little bit about your, like, not like the cheesy cliche, like, oh, Midwest pride, or sorry, Minnesota pride. I bleed purple, but just like what means growing up in Minnesota, farming in Minnesota, and like really just, you know, caring about the community that you're in. Well, it's just that, like you say, you know, we're all, we're all smaller communities. Um, everybody knows each other, but we're not necessarily nosy with each other. It's private out here. We got wide open spaces. The kids can burn around on a four wheeler or run around, do whatever. I don't have to listen to many sirens. We heard some go by on the highway today, which like everybody's ears <laughs> perked up because you never hear sirens out here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just, you know, the independence that you get out here and the pride that you take on, on, on working hard for, you know, your own, your own harvest. And, and I yep. know that that sounds cheesy, but that is, that is the truth. Like the pride you take in working alongside with your family every year to legitimately reap your harvest and and actually come up with something and and work it with the earth. I mean, it is a rewarding job. It's a rewarding place to live. I mean, I I don't know. I've traveled around a lot, and there's a lot of great places, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to raise my kids anywhere else. So I feel the same way that I've been to a lot of. I've been to the coast. I've been to Mexico. I've been, you know, here and there, traveled all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I just. I don't want to live anywhere other than the Midwest. No. Um, I, I love the this area of the country. Um, there's something about it where there, you know, people complain about it being boring or whatever, but it's like yeah, every once in a while an uh, ambulance drives by on the highway and, it, and all of a sudden <laughs> something's inter- interesting again, right? I hope my neighbors are all okay. Yeah. Then you have something to talk about that weekend at the bar. Like, <laughs> That's hey, right. You see that ambulance? Is that Todd who? and Shannon's barbecue? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, so, we went out, uh, we took a family vacation in August and we drove a thousand miles west to Glacier National Park. Yep. And it, it, there was some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen. But after a few days, 
I honest to God, I caught myself thinking several times like, man, these mountains are annoying. You got to drive around them. Oh my God. Like I, you can't go up them. I can't Some see any farther than a mile. Altitude sickness, yeah. you know? Can we like, just get out of these mountains? I want to get back to the wheat fields. Flatland. I need yeah. the flatland. Yeah. I want to be able to see yeah. Fred's house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like Is that what here. your neighbor's name is? Is Fred? No. Oh. <laughs> I, no. No, okay. I just came up. That's Norman's house oh, over there. Norman. Norman. That is a very rural farming name right there. I, <laughs> that I like it that. is. Yeah. Um, well, man, as we kind of wrap it up, I love your shop space that you got here. Obviously, we got the equipment behind us. Um, it's a lot. Did you clean up before I came or does it always look like this? Because it looks really it, clean to it, me. It uh, it gets messier like during harvest throughout okay. throughout October November. This will turn into a disaster. Yeah, and then we pick it up during the winter a little, and then in the, in the spring we hit it pretty hard. But it's it's usually pretty close to this. I'm gonna say because if I had a shop space like this, it would not look this tidy. So I applaud you on on keeping her clean. Wow, this is quite the feat in my mind. I I get a lot of crap for that online. Guys will say that I don't you know. Clearly, we don't actually work on anything. Oh yeah, you're you're a fraud because your right. things too clean. Your uh, shops too clean. Everything's too clean. Yeah. Just oh man. Because we pick up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that we have standards here on the internet. <laughs> believe it or not, I know most people don't, but well, um, you gotta watch yourself on the internet. It's a very oh, yeah. I found that high out. class place to be. The first video that I got to hit, Zach, was I made fun of spotted cow. You know how that goes over with the with the Wisconsinites. It does not go over well. I not learned well? does not. No. So do you have a lot of haters over there? Well, they've come around, I think. Okay. It was, I compared the bush latte to the spotted cow. I've seen that. And uh, yeah, people really love spotted cow, I found out. And uh, it, it was nice to have that as my first video to hit because that's like probably the most hate that I've ever gotten on a video. Ripped it off like a Band-Aid, got all that done right away. And now it's... Uh, now it's like cake, you know? Now it's wide open. Now we're just trying to, to have a good time. So. You know, they actually, they have some pretty good beer over in Wisconsin, but but they have the Packers, so you yeah. can only give them so much credit. Yeah, that's true. The Cheeseheads. Yeah. Which you'll have to be looking for my uh, Cheesehead video. I've never told anyone online about this, but you have to be watching for my Cheesehead video that's coming out. It Like a Cheesehead like, like Wisconsin oh Packers. Yeah, I'm going to attack Wisconsin a little bit again. Ooh. Yeah, so be looking for that little teaser for you. But cool, man, as we wrap this up, uh, I, I, I appreciate you letting me take an entire afternoon from you and your job. And um, your family seems awesome. Um, your wife's been phenomenal help today. <laughs> she's the class. I was like, you know, what's the line? And she's just like barking them back at me. Like she, we do it all the time. And she's better at that. Yeah. yeah. So she, she was great today. And, um, yeah. You got, you, your kids are adorable. Um, they must take after your wife in that yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm, I don't know about you, but, um, yeah, I, uh, that's, it's usually how I end, uh, interviews is I insult the other person by saying that they, they're not very good looking and then that's how it ends. Ball busting. Yeah. A little ball busting. That's how you're ugly too. So where can these people find you on social media? Look you up. Binge watch your videos. What? Where can they? Where can they go? You can go to uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube yep. are the main three. Uh, look up MN Millennial Farmer. For some reason, right now on YouTube, it's just Millennial Farmer. And whatever. I, we had the discussion like we were going to drop the MN, and then I think my wife just took it upon herself and did that. 
when I asked her about it, she said she might have. So I don't, whatever that means. If you type in millennial uh, it's farmer. Called, it's called delegating right there. Yeah. That's a great move by you. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, yeah. I delegate haven't, it. I can't micromanage everything so she can do whatever she wants. Name <laughs> yeah. the channel what you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, that gets a slippery slope, but. <laughs> that's okay. true. You got to yeah, be careful. Millennial farmer. What's your uh, handle on Instagram? It is actually the Instagram handle is at, no, wait, it's, it's at MN millennial farmer. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Well, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. We're going to keep drinking some bush lattes. Um, be looking out for our, go check out our videos we collabed on um, today. Um, it should be out by now, or um, at least one of them should be. Yeah. And uh, go check him out and uh, let him know that you came from the You Bet Your page, You Bet Your podcast. And uh, so, yeah, cool, man. Thanks again. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Miles. Appreciate it. <gasps> Oh my god, that's cold. Whoa. 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 Well, guys, that was our interview <clears throat> with Zach, the Minnesota millennial farmer. Um, I think we can just call him the millennial farmer. Yeah. Or Zach. Well, or Zach. Zach. Zachy. Zach attack. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's a great, again, he's a very, very great dude, and uh, I had a good time. He obviously uh, brought up some good points. Um, Ryan hasn't heard the interview at this point, so just tell me how he made great points, and you enjoyed the interview. Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah, the points were so great that it was great points. And you really, I really enjoy- enjoyed the interview. You really yep. enjoyed the interview. That's awesome, Ryan. I did, too. It's suspenseful, um, though. Remember, we talked about that. Like, now the, the, the now interview you're gonna is go suspenseful. Watch. Yep. Yeah, so um, in front of us, we talked about in the intro, we have the Bushlight hunting cans. Many people have had this um, for a while. I tried to ride the Bush Latte cans as long as I could because that was just a cool moment. Yeah. Um, but we have the Orange Case, the Big Buck Hunter um, cans. Now, I'm going to be honest. The scanning the code and playing the game thing, I have not done. And I have no idea how to do it. Do you? Yeah. So is there is there like a QR code on here? Yeah. So it's in the so like if you're listening to the podcast. Um, oh, it's in the deer. It's the deer in head. the uh, the shape of the the mounted deer, or the deer head, or whatever. Yeah. So if you scan, can this, I scan it on just my regular camera, or do I have to have a certain app? <laughs> so typically, when you okay, <laughs> bad for radio. This is um, bad radio, but we're both trying you, it. When you scan a QR code, usually you can just hold your camera up to it with an iPhone and it will automatically drop down a tab for the link that that QR code goes to. Is that what's supposed to happen? Should I try it Well, I tried it and it didn't work. Oh, there we go. You got it. I got it. I got it to work. Okay, so Miles is in the QR code. So now now I'm playing live Big Buck Hunter. They want me to rotate the phone. Dude. Um, This is... So that's interesting because on the side of the box, Miles, I must be of legal drinking age. It says, which I am. So, not to brag, I am. I'm twenty. I'm twenty six. Twenty six and a half. You missed. You didn't give me a present for my half birthday. Wow. All right. So now I want to play games. So I'm going to play this live. Um, okay. Are you so Miles? When you play Big Buck, Big Buck Hunter, are you going after whitetails, or are you going after elk, or moose, or you I know? Because th- I have so many different options. Yeah, I think that I am going to do some whitetail hunting. I'm um, a big moose guy because they run slower. 
<laughs> Ryan likes it to be a little bit easier. A little bit easier. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I should record my screen for this while I'm going, this is bad radio, but, um, but this is kind of a big deal because Bushlight has not done this yet with the hunting cans. Correct. Okay. So it's like, it's wow, like I move it with my hand. Okay. I'm going to try and shoot this buck. Got one down. That's a doe. Oh, so you're out. You're out for the round. No, I. D- oh, that's a. Do- okay, you were just pointing out the. F- okay, Miles, are you going six for six? Oh, I got no. I got two. I'm two for three. I got two bucks. Um. Oh, and then Jerry the bush okay, guy pops up. Jerry. Okay, we don't need to be. Okay, Jerry. <laughs> it's, Jerry said you're a natural. You're basically Annie Oakley. The only difference is you're using a cell phone instead of a gun and probably a bunch of other things. Jerry. Jerry, you're such a jokester. <laughs> Jerry's an absolute jokester here on my phone. Uh, um, I saw, can you play now? I think that you should play. I got I got two kills, two for three. You want me to play? Um, uh, okay, so this is, again, bad radio, Ryan. Um, but hopefully, if you have the hunting cans, you got to try it out. It's actually not bad. Um, so I'm trying to scan just do the it on my here. phone here. Here, okay. Don't don't shoot the does, okay, Ryan. Don't shoot the does. It's it's tougher than it looks because it's kind of tiny on there. Well, and, and like, how do you kill you baby? Kill, you got two one. For three. You're two for three as well. Bam! Oh, the bush buck. Did you get the bush buck? Oh, you man, missed. I missed. <laughs> wow. So normally in, in regular buck hunter, the last deer is always like super gray. Um, Cause that's like the old biggest deer out there. Right. Yep. Um, but this is, it's a bush buck. Yeah. So literally the bush light logo is on the side of the deer. Yep. And uh, there was the hey, one Jerry, that I- that's some sharp shooting. Nice aim, but don't get, <laughs> but don't get cocky. Remember, you're playing a video game, and you're probably just using this as an excuse to not do your laundry. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's got jokes. Jerry, the jokester. Um, yes, that was actually way more fun than I thought it was cool. going to be. So it's kind of like, do you, do you, you know, have a case of Bush Light in your truck at all times in case you know you got a little bit longer lunch break. You maybe want to maybe want to play a little buck hunter. <laughs> you want to play a little buck hunter. Yeah. Um, I like that. So, is this the first year that 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 Bush Light has teamed up with something like this? Yes, and I think that the reason why they did it is because, um, and obviously we were not paid to say this or even do this. Um, I just had a lot of people ask me about the scan the code thing, yep. and I wanted to try it live on camera. Um, but they did it because like less people are hunting, which is kind of sad. And so they want to bring awareness to getting out there and sure. hunting. A lot of people would argue that are you actually getting people out to hunt um, by putting this on the can? Some say yes, some say no, but either way they're trying. Yeah. And, and I like that. And so, yeah, the uh, that was uh, more enjoyable than I thought it was going to um, be, but... Um, yeah, so the orange cans are here. Many people have had them for a while, but we'd finally decided to pick a case up. Um, the big buck hunter limited edition. I like it. I like it as well. Um, Ryan. So as we kind of wrap this up, I want you to just, you know, tell me a little bit like, what's it like being the merch manager here at you betcha now? Putting me on the spot again. It's not that much different. <laughs> it's really not. 
You just have to spend a little now, more time on the on the computer. But I'm I'm grateful because there's a lot of people listening right now that would love to be the merch manager. That is true, right? Right. So well, I think it's true. I have no idea. But. Yeah, we should maybe. Uh, yeah. We should maybe put out the next intern position to uh, to the fans. God, that would be wild. Oh. The submissions that we would get. Oh, think about the content we'd get, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully, when we get the next intern, <laughs> we're in a spot to where we can do that and, like, actually pick the best one out of them. Um, That'd be cool. But, but, yeah, so. No, man, it's not that different. It, uh, eh, there's a little bit more upfront responsibility, but once I kind of learn the, learn the ropes, then... You got it. We got it. So keep Ryan busy. Keep him a valuable member of You Betcha. Otherwise, I'm going to have to um, fire him and just keep intern Nate because, you know, I like him a little bit more. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, But Gina's Designs of the Heartland, they're located in Iowa. That's how you know that they know what they're doing. Um, Oh, Bush Burp. They have a... Really cool Nectar of the Gods design on our website. It's a handcrafted pine sign. It's made out of pine. Goes great in any decor. Uh, your man cave, your bathroom, your garage, your bedroom, you name it. These signs will definitely um, get the job done in terms of just looking great in the decor. You can find them on our website. <coughs> oh, you betcha. That's O-H-H-U-Betcha.com. Or on their Etsy site, which is etsy.com slash G-D-O-T Heartland. Again, that's etsy.com slash G-D-O-T Heartland. They have a bunch of other cool signs on their website, so go check them out. Um, And then, uh, yeah, we'll ship it to you. They'll ship it to you. We don't ship them. They do. Um, and then you can hang it, drink the nectar of the gods with your new nectar of the gods sign. Ryan, with why don't you your take new um, nectar of the gods big buck hunter cans? Yes, guys, thanks again for listening into episode. Ryan, take us home. Ah, episode thirty-five of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. We appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Thanks again for listening in. I am Ryan, the T-shirt guy, and I'm Miles, the You Bet Your guy. May your ranch always be runny, your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. There's a hair on mine. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.